0: If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Hopeful Hints, hosted by Dr. Tara, guides and supports those on the often challenging and isolating journey of women's health concerns and infertility. There's a particularly powerful episode that you should check out called All Things Endometriosis, which dives deep into understanding the condition to help the many women who suffer from endometriosis and have no idea they have it and healthcare providers who are uneducated about it, making the diagnosis process so difficult. Check out Hopeful Hints on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.
1: Welcome to Highway to Health. I'm Jeremy Quinby. This is episode 98 of the podcast. If you're a new listener, I want to welcome you. Highway to Health is your place for trusted health guidance and support. Whether you're looking to improve your health or just seeking ways to stay well, we're here for you. This growing community is on a mission to improve our state of being and experience together on the planet. And I wanna take a quick sec here to uh, thank all of those of you who have been long supporters of the podcast. It's been a labor of love and I hope that comes through in the work I'm doing here. If you're thinking about becoming more involved or would like to be a health amplifier, you can support this community over at patreon.com forward slash highway to health. Or you can scroll down the show notes here and, and find the link. And for the price of a cup of coffee once a month, you can help continue to build this community and provide resource for anyone looking to improve their health and sense of well-being, which is much needed right now as we all recover from this past year and a half of pandemic. And I'm going to go through some of that today with my son, Phoenix. He's back on the show. It's been about a year since he was on here speaking with Timothy Klein about finding purpose, and about four and a half years since we first recorded together when he was just thirteen years old. How much nutritional content is in a school lunch?
0: That's like uh, saying how much protein is in a cookie? Not a lot.
1: So you so so it's pretty obvious actually that even even from the even from the, the eighth graders perspective that school lunch is pretty much crap.
2: Yes, last year, some <laughs> kid bounced a hot dog and it hit the ceiling.
1: Bounced from where? The ground. And it bounced all the way to the ceiling? It
2: bounced
0: all the way to the ceiling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be good. If you put that inside your body, it's got to do really good stuff for it.
0: I know, it must <laughs> bounce around all over your stomach.
1: <laughs> I wonder if it ever comes back out or gets used for anything. You
2: no, know, I bet you come comes back out and starts bouncing again. <laughs>
1: This will likely be the last time uh, I record with him before he goes off to college. And we wanted to take some time to kind of go back through this past year. And uh, he wanted to share some thoughts and feelings and uh, likely things that his peers are also having to process. This conversation you're about to hear is more formal than our real conversations. But it's a good example of how I think Phoenix and I relate to one another. One of the most challenging parts of parenting is the ability to comprehend the speed at which our kids are developing and then parent appropriately. And while this pandemic period has challenged a lot of our relationships, I feel like it's been an amazing opportunity for growth as well. We're fortunate that Phoenix is so open to discussing his feelings with us. And I think that as a a family, we'll look back on this time period that we've gotten to spend together as a blessing, something I'm already starting to feel a distance from as the pace of life picks up again, and we see less of each other on a daily basis. Our intention for recording this one was to explore how our kids are adapting to change as our world recalibrates. While we as parents worry about how this time period has affected our kids, I believe that from talking to my children and the young people who I treat in my practice, that they are quite adept in these transitions, and that we just need to stay in a dialogue that encourages their input. I think there's a lot to glean from this one. Please enjoy my conversation with my son, Phoenix. So high school happened.
2: Yep, that's that's done in the past.
1: Should we should when when we when we release this? Should we put up um, some old audio from our first podcast?
2: Oh yeah, totally. I'm gonna sound like I'm gonna sound like a completely different person. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah, I know. It's crazy.
1: And it's crazy how how fast like that that little amount of time makes.
2: No, totally, totally.
1: Of, of course, it's different. Like five years. In your life is a very different thing than five years in my life.
2: Oh, yeah. Five years in my life is like a third of it.
1: Maybe it was four. Maybe it was four since we did the last one. But that, so that would, so you would have been 13 when we did it, not the last one, but the first one that we
2: did. Wow. Yep. That sounds about right.
1: I think that was, um, was that eighth eighth grade, seventh grade?
2: Yeah. Eighth grade. About, about that time. You're yeah. just getting started with it too. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's pretty crazy. No, in fact, well, it's funny because you remember when, when, um, like we got to the, to the spring this year and I was like, that guy, that winter actually seemed like it went pretty fast. And you were like, are you kidding me? No,
2: absolutely <laughs> not.
1: So, that- so, so what was the, what was the pandemic year like for you?
2: I don't want to call it a mess, but, it was pretty much a mess. What's I, what what parts? I just think the how my school handled COVID was not the best. I think
1: even even from fall of last year through this spring or Oh I mean last oh, spring clearly oh, it was a mess.
2: Last spring was an absolute mess. I had maybe like a couple classes a week and I didn't do anything. I didn't even have a job at the time, so I was just home like all day, every day. Yeah. I had nothing to do. So you do you
1: feel stunted at all by the by the by the schooling experience?
2: I think everyone kinda got stunted. Yeah. To be honest with you. I don't know anyone who who left eleventh grade feeling like they completed it. Right. You know? right.
1: But that was so that was but that was your last year. So everybody who you know, whatever grade you were in yeah. in the spring of twenty twenty was was probably a bit of a loss. But what about this last year?
2: This last year it was a little better. I still don't think we got the full experience because, again, for most of the year, I had classes two times a week. Right. I didn't have class five days a week, and Wednesdays we pretty much had off. Like, we didn't have anything going on on Wednesdays.
1: What do you What do you think It's missed by not being in the classroom?
2: Well, I, I guess I missed having the opportunity to, like, hang out with people that I did at a high school. You know, it was my last year. So right,
1: right. But what about from an educational standpoint? From an
2: educational standpoint, I think really... I think it just kind of lacked because we didn't have enough time. yeah, I think there there's a curriculum that you got to teach in a year, but doing it two days in a week is practically impossible, right Even if our classes are two hours long, it's just not doable.
1: what about what about relationships with the teachers? Do you think that's been was an important thing?
2: I think some students like support wise or support wise. I mean, people didn't really didn't really turn to the teachers for support. But I think our relationships with the teachers were pretty much the same. Okay. Nothing really happened where one teacher that was liked became hated and vice versa. People that teachers didn't like stayed not liked. And people that teachers liked, you know, people still liked.
1: What Do, we, do you think it was different like for middle schoolers or grade schoolers? Do you think the teachers... Mean more in their lives at that point, or
2: absolutely, yeah, especially elementary school, you're with the same teacher all day pretty right, much, right? So, I think it's different than high school. I think middle school and high school are pretty similar because middle school, you're still moving around with teachers, you might be a little younger, but you know, you still got pretty much the same experience as high school, yeah, that's
1: kind of what I thought too. So You, you did have a job this year though. You, you got to, at least you got out of the house and, and, you know, grocery stores were, were a happening place Mm -hmm. with with all the new safeguard measures and stuff. Do you, were you glad you had a job for a while?
2: Yeah. For a while, I was glad I had a job. I think it was the one way you guys let me get out of the house at the time. Yeah. Didn't have the vaccine yet. So it was my one escape and I enjoyed my time there. You know, the coworkers were great. I had good managers and the people there were pretty likable. I had no issues, and I enjoyed it.
1: Right, Un- until you didn't.
2: Until I didn't, and uh, it became. It was. It was a slow transition. People yeah. left. New people came in. Yeah. I didn't like the new people that came in.
1: What about the managers?
2: No one liked the managers that came in.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a lesson, though. I mean, that's what happens in workplaces. I mean, that's like you can have a good job or you like. You know, sometimes it's like the work's decent. You you like the you like the people you like maybe even who your boss is and then something can like start to shift it changes the whole
2: yeah dynamic unfortunately at such a such a low level job people leave to get better positions this right. is a grocery store the manager at a grocery store who's a good manager can definitely get a better job somewhere else right so I don't blame them for leaving but unfortunately what happens is people that don't aren't really liked get put into these positions that, you know, maybe they don't just, they're not ready for it. They're not prepared and maybe they even don't deserve it. But I think it just causes this like idea of the beginning. It's really good, but then it kind of falls apart because the good people leave because they're too good for a grocery store.
1: Right. And, And this is just, you think this is just service jobs or do you think this happens once you get into like other kinds of work, administrative work, different office jobs?
2: I think I think it can happen everywhere, but I think it's just I think it's just happens so much faster at yeah. grocery stores at these like minimum wage jobs because
1: restaurants maybe
2: yeah totally it's because that's just because you know they're they're like I don't want to say bottom of the barrel but they're like the lowest level you can go for a job so any chance that someone can get to get a better paying job at a different place besides a grocery store I'm sure someone would hop on it right away right
1: right or more hours.
2: Yeah. I mean, I would do that if I got offered a position that, you know, seemed better from the outside, I would take it regardless because a grocery store is, you know, pretty low level, if you ask me.
1: Yeah. So, so, so back to the schooling experience. So the, the social aspect of, of high school just didn't quite like meet what you had kind of expected, right? Like you kind of were were looking for more from the experience of high school.
2: I think, 11th and 12th grade is really when things picked up. And right when things picked up, COVID happened. What,
1: what's picking up look like?
2: Well, you know, people go out and do more things. You know, parents are a little more relaxed with their restrictions. Right. People can do more. No, I know.
1: They have driver's licenses. Yeah,
2: exactly. Parties happened in 9th and 10th grade. But I, no, I couldn't go to them.
1: Right. And, and you're young for your class too. Which yeah. is a little challenging. But... <laughs> Things started opening up. Yep.
2: You were able to go to prom. Yep. That was great. Yep.
1: Yeah. You liked it?
2: Yeah. I, I mean, the prom itself was not, it was okay. Yeah. It was okay.
1: Even though it was at the Minneapolis Institute of Art, which it, is like one of the coolest that's places crazy. you could go. It, No, it's
2: crazy. But it was just like, it was very basic. They had like a little <laughs> plaza in the middle and yeah. it was just like a DJ, like a college student DJ. Yeah who's just playing some, what feels like random songs. Was it like like top 40 hits? It seemed like top 40 hits from like the past decade. So he'd throw in some like maybe a a more current song and then he'd throw it back to like a 2012 song. Gotcha. And it just was like, there was like some lights, basic, like almost like Christmas lights, draped around the... Yeah. It was very basic. People had a good time, but after like... Did you dance? A little bit, but... Again, after an hour, everyone kind just of felt... like
1: the little shoulder shimmy and the...
2: Oh, no. There uh, was like, like mosh Actually pit. got out no, the floor. Yeah. Some people were like trying to <laughs> right? mosh pit. Yeah, totally. Oh, I didn't know that. That was fun. Because what would happen is like the guys would try to mosh pit and they'd like push everyone else around. Yeah. So like, And it would come out of nowhere too. It's like, oh, okay. I'm going to go... We're going to go mosh pit now. And they're like, oh, okay. So then they go and like everyone who's in the way just gets like bumped out of the way.
1: What songs do you mosh to now?
2: I'm trying to think. It was just like good songs that we enjoyed. Yeah, I think if there was like a bad song and we didn't like it, you can't you can't mosh at that. Right. It's just no way. Also, not everyone did it. Right. Yeah. It was only only the guys. At least. Yeah, my that's prom. that's
1: always been the case because when I was younger, <laughs> it was it was actually like the punk scene oh. that sort of was, and then in, during the grunge era, like that still was like if a song was like really sort of like energetic or hard in some ways then all the guys would like you know do that and
2: yeah pretty much yeah
1: so it's the same same kind of deal mm-hmm.
2: but after a while like you kind of just it, it kind of gets boring there's not there wasn't really a lot there they had yeah. some drinks some like sodas and water yeah. and that was it and then we just left
1: so you were there for like how long
2: hour hour and a half <laughs> i got my picture taken with some professional photographer yep
1: yep which then, looks good
2: okay yeah I'll take it. It's about maybe like one of the three good photos I have. Yep. And then, yeah, and then I was on my way out. So, and and it was, wasn't
1: it like 98 degrees that day or something?
2: It was really hot. And going in there, it, went, it was outside, right? Because it was in that middle pavilion area. Yeah. It was hot, humid. I had my suit and tie on and everything. But I think when you like dance and stuff like that and you're focused on other uh, things. Yeah. You kinda you kinda forget about how hot it is. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. When I was done, I was exhausted. Yeah. Oh, I know. But yeah, as you know, if you have a good time, you kinda forget about the bad things. So then
1: so then the so then you had the party. Oh,
2: uh, right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> how much how much do you want to go into about the partying?
2: Uh I would rather not go too much into it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> had a good
1: time. Okay, l- l- so let me let me ask you this cuz I I've, I've had some um so I've talked to like friends and some clients and and stuff who also have kids and they 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 were curious to know about like what what was go- you know what's happening in high school right now. You know, this was this was also now like over a month ago. So a lot of in this last month a lot of covid restrictions have like we can now go into grocery stores here in Minneapolis I know because I was just in New York that there are still some more restrictions there but it's starting to kind of open up a lot more so at the time you know this was like this was basically the first time you guys had like been able to hang out together in person most everybody was vaccinated too for as teenagers yep and but it also means like you you had an entire year of not having any sort of chance to like get in trouble or mm. uh you know stuff. Don't like get me that. wrong,
2: people tried.
1: <laughs> I'm sure.
2: People still did things. Yeah, I know. I just didn't do as much because I, I I worked a lot and yep. tough parent restrictions.
1: Oh, we are tough. Tough. Okay, so on on that note, one of the things that I hear from people is they're surprised that you share like what whatever's going on.
2: You know, i'm kind of i try my best to be honest about things right and if you've got if parent and if people are really dying to know what the high school experience is like i'll come clean because i'm not i don't say names i don't say who did what i just talk about stuff in general so i really got no problems with it
1: and and it's not like we don't know what goes on in high school for the because we've been we've been through it
2: yeah and i tell you everything and
1: that's what i'm saying it's like and and it's better that way i think in a lot of i mean that's the thing is do you think it's it's too much information or you think it's a healthy way to to ha- have a relationship with your parents
2: you know i think in some ways it can be too much don't get me wrong right. i think our relationship is good right but i think in some in some parent child dynamics it might be too much right cuz cuz cuz
1: you've told me that some of your friends have a lot of trouble with you know what's going on at home with parents right
2: Well, I think the problem is just coming clean and telling them what's going on. Right. I mean, to be honest with you, these parents have, some parents have tough rules. Yeah. And I think these rules can really-
1: We're not as tough, right?
2: I mean, compared to those- That's all I'm trying to get. Compared to those parents, absolutely (laughs) not. But with those tough rules and perhaps even a religious aspect to some of these parents- Right, right. It can can be really hard to come clean to your parents and tell them everything that you've done because- because there can be some—I mean, you're fear—you're you're in fear of some serious repercussions,
1: right? But I, you know, I—I th- I think also just for us to know sort of what's going on helps. You know, I'm sometimes just guiding, like you're gonna—if you're gonna, you know, there there are laws for these things, so we have to be a little careful, even as parents. Like if we say. You can have, you know, kids over and drink at our house. We could get in trouble. So we yep. don't we don't say that. But yep. we also know what's going to happen. So we try to give good guidance. Like, you know, I tried to say, you know, I, I was telling you beforehand, like you don't have very much experience drinking. So a couple of pro tips. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
2: Drink water. Yep. Eat food. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. And neither of those happened. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, it's, you know, that's part of the learning curve. And that's why that's why I think it's good. Then, you know, then as time goes on, I mean, even as adults, we make these mistakes all the time. So it's like good you know. to like have someone to like be there sort of reminding you too sometimes. Mm-hmm.
2: But if the parents have like tough rules in place, they won't have that option. Some people turn to their friends as that option to be the one who guides them through that, right. which can be all right sometimes. Some friends, some people at my age really know how to do things, and that's all right. But sometimes it might not be the best thing to do,
1: right? Or if they, if, do you think if there's if there's a lot of restriction, when someone gets a little slack to go out and do something, do you, don't you think they sort of overdo it a little bit just because it's like there are few opportunities to, to do something?
2: Yeah. No, when there's a chance, and if if you're in a tight situation where you don't really get to do a lot of things, I feel like if people have the chance, they're going to take it and, like, grab it and run with it. Yeah. They're not going to – because they don't know when they're going to have another chance like this. So they might as well do it now and try to just live in the moment. Yeah.
1: So so, with with the high school this year, with, with like, your – you know, there there were some things that you had to kind of like force yourself to kind of stay on track with because it was kind of slow. I mean, it just didn't seem like you had that much work, but then all of a sudden you'd get like a big paper, some test that you had to like study for or something. Was it hard to like motivate yourself to, to get back on track with that stuff?
2: The senior slide it's, is a real it's thing. It's a real thing, right? Absolutely. I think I handled it all right, some people did better than me some people did worse yeah i had okay grades but i think trying to especially after right, game, you
1: you had almost a four you can say you had you had good grades it's okay
2: <laughs> all right well compared to that scene the end of my senior year compared to the rest of my grades they yeah. were okay yeah but i think trying to pick yourself up after having what felt like pretty much six seven months of break Because again, that spring of twenty twenty, we barely did any schoolwork. Yeah. So even trying to pick yourself up in November, twenty twenty, just trying to pick yourself up and do some schoolwork was hard. Yeah. It wasn't easy for me, and I'm sure a lot of other people had the same issue.
1: Yeah. So do you do? do, Are you are you proud of what you accomplished in high school? I mean, it seems like you kind of had your mindset on like a certain level of grades, activities. Obviously, soccer got sort of you know wasn't all that we had hoped it to be. Yeah. Um and but you had Model UN. Mm-hmm. Um do do you feel like do you feel like you you had enough going on there? I mean you 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 were able to get a scholarship for for college, you know. I mean, I think that's a pretty that's a pretty good testament to like some some effort that you made. That's true,
2: but um I think it was all right. I I kind of came into that when well, it became as I went through high school, it became more of an expectation than a goal for me. Uh-huh. I I expected myself to do what I did. And even though I did it, it's great that I got into college and it's great that I got a scholarship, but it was an expectation for me. It, it wasn't really like a high reaching goal. Who
1: placed the expectation? You know, was it something you had for yourself or do you no, feel like it, it, it came me. from us?
2: It was me. I mean, maybe mom, but it was me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I I think I think when it comes to changing goals to expectations it's a mixture of both the kid and the parent right if the kid believes that they can do it on top of the fact that the parent also thinks it then yeah. it becomes an expectation
1: and w- and what do you think about your we, we we had a little experience with tutoring it wasn't a lot but do, do you think that that extra outside Person was a good support person well let's give a shout out to dr dr watts dr watts he was he was amazing actually
2: saved my s a t score hundred yeah. percent yeah got me into the u yeah got me the scholarship yeah but I think even having just like an outside person is great because don't get me wrong parents are good, but if your parents set all of your academic expectations yeah I think it could be kind of hard to, like, see the reality of things. My mom could have walked in and been like, I expect a 4.0 from you, and I could have done, and there's not, I can't challenge my mom. Right. But I think having someone, you know, kind of like a tutor who knows what you're good and what you're bad at could maybe see, like, okay, you know, maybe a 4.0 is impossible, but I could definitely see a 3.8 or a 3.9. You know, you're really good at math and stuff like that. Yeah. Just having that outside person could be really useful. Yeah,
1: and and you also got to watch Mom went back to school to get her MBA, and I think she also employed the exact same things that we did with you because she, there were certain subjects where she knew, like calculus, not her thing. We, you know, we've seen Mom's she, math, she math is skills.
2: She's the opposite of me. I swear. <laughs> no, I swear.
1: But she, but that, that's what she knows. She's and, and the other part of it is as parents, like we. We aren't educators. We don't know how to how to motivate or how to you know listen to what might be a challenge and turn it into something. We don't have a way of of sort of a process for, for taking someone through developing and that kind of stuff too. And that's been my my feeling is like you gotta you gotta go to the professional when there's a challenge. Get, get you know get, get the right support.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of high school be, became really self motivated for myself. I yeah. think if I didn't have that self motivation my grades would have would have been bad. Yeah. Not to say that you guys didn't motivate me, but regardless of how hard you could have pushed me to get good grades, I think part of it is self-motivation.
1: Right. Yeah. That's that's kind of that's kind of my feeling too. Um so what's what how are you feeling about this like transition from high school, like considering this last year, are you, are you feeling like it's gonna be a serious step up to go to, go to college now? Or are you, are you feeling like, you know, pretty confident in your ability to, to, to study and, and make, make whatever happens needs to happen?
2: I know that I can learn things fast, but I think even, but because of what happened this last year and how, you know, the block schedule and how I only had classes two mm-hmm. times a week, I didn't really feel like I got the full like learning experience in my senior year. So I think that on top of the fact that I'm moving to a whole new place is going to be, it's going to be challenging, I think. Yeah. I think to anyone, it can be challenging. Yeah. I think going in there thinking that you're 100% confident in your abilities might be a little a little crazy.
1: Right. And it's maybe it's smart to go in with like a little bit of that trepidation like all right, I'm going to get I'm going to really reengage and get focused. Although, you know, the interesting thing about your block schedule is that it's not that much different than college in some in some ways just because you basically have these classes and, you know, sh- short bursts and then you have to kind of, you know, do the work most of the day on your own. So, yeah. It might it might have been, you know, good in some ways, too.
2: Yeah. I think I don't. I mean, the block schedule is a little different from my college schedule. My college schedule it's like ten to ten to two most yeah. days. Yeah. So I'll take that. There's not a lot in class, but I know based off of what people have told me that there's a lot out of class. Right. So I think that shift is going to be a little different because I'm kind of used to just doing my schoolwork in class, and even if I had some homework, I know it usually didn't take that long.
1: Yeah. So so going back to like I was just thinking about this last week at some point. We 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 just got past this period of time about it from about a year ago when you and Tim Klein were on the podcast together talking about purpose. Do you feel like you you got any more insight in this past year about like because you you did get into the school business at, at the U of M. So yep. that's that's like a direction. You don't have to stay there, but it's not not as easy to get into early on. And- That's not easy to transfer into either. Transfer into either, right. So do, so do you feel like you've, you've explored anything in this past year with, since you've been doing more with like stock market stuff or researching more stuff or- I,
2: I think looking at the, I think my job at lunch taught me a lot. Oh yeah. My job at the grocery store. I think it just showed that I, I wasn't the kind of person who wanted to just do the same thing over and over. Yeah, that's a good thing to learn. Um. I still felt like I knew that before Lunds, but having the job kind of exemplified that. Yeah. It just really put an emphasis on, you know, I want a job that changes things up. Yeah. Not doing the same thing on repeat. Yeah. Other than that, though, everything's still kind of up in the air. Yeah. It's great for people who have already chosen their major and who already know what they want to do. That's great. But I'm sure there are plenty of people like me who just have no clue yet. And even though my my first semester at the U is going to be pretty business heavy, I still want to have the chance to try different things and treat yeah, me yeah. Because I, again, I still have no clue what I'm going to do, and from what people have told me, that's okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. I th- I think it's. I mean, that's one of the things. Like the first couple years of college, I feel like you have this opportunity to like check out some stuff, and some of it is can be sort of tied to the core stuff that you have to do anyway but i ended up t- i remember when i my i think the second semester of my freshman year i made a mistake and took this like upper level course where i was was <laughs> mostly with juniors and seniors and it kind of turned out to even though like i struggled and i i don't think i got the best grade i i still learned a ton and i think part of it was just like the the people i was around who were kind of influencing me you know sort of talking about stuff
2: yeah another thing that i learned was to I should have taken more AP tests.
1: Uh, why is that?
2: Because those AP tests really open up your opportunity to do things. Hmm. Some people in my orientation had a bunch of AP tests that they took because their schools are built around AP, right? All their classes were AP classes. I only took three, three over, oh, well, four over my four years, but I only took three AP tests. Okay. So those three AP tests were used for history credit because it was all history classes gotcha and now even though you don't need to take the ap class to take the test i should have taken more tests because i'm not exactly sure my school was ib yeah international baccalaureate yeah
1: and and what is ap for anyone who doesn't know uh, i think it's advanced placement or something like y- that. oh yeah no that's that right?
2: right yep I couldn't remember. Everyone just calls it AP. <laughs> I know, you get used to it. I almost said associate press.
1: So so, so were, so were, were any of those AP courses or tests, are, are, does that apply towards anything that you're doing? College credit. College credit, okay.
2: Mm, yep. That's so what I thought. Getting, getting a three, usually, if you get a three, you get a college credit. Okay. So getting that three, getting that four on that AP test, which I was able to do on all of my three history tests, Okay, gets you college credit but I didn't take a lot of them. Yeah. Like I have to take calculus this year, but some people took the calculus BC test and they got a three and they didn't have to take it.
1: Oh, wow.
2: Yeah. So it was just like- And you
1: probably could have done that with your math
2: background. Yeah, Yeah. totally.
1: Okay. That's good for, for anyone who's listening, who's in high school. Like that could be one of those things, like be mindful of the AP.
2: I don't know exactly what the IB like effect is on- in college similar right
1: but except for except for so. it's it probably even more so
2: but it's clear that the u is no knows the ap system because almost every high school is does ap right it's just southwest is an ib school there are not many in the state of minnesota yeah so i don't i think the u is more used to ap because more students take ap tests
1: so we're gonna we're gonna miss you you're going to miss us too i think but maybe are, are you is there anything that that uh, you're you're nervous about like being on your own or being having to like having to live with a bunch of your peers
2: i think tr- like figuring out how to make ends meet at the beginning is going to be kind of interesting
1: financially or school wise or
2: just in general yeah i think financially it's going to be different because you can't can't really fall on your parents that much. Uh, school wise, it's definitely going to be different. Yeah. But I think just the general transition of leaving your parents' house. Now, again, I won't be that far away. Right from my from you guys. Right. But other people will be in Florida. Some are going to like Boston. You know, someone's going to Germany for college. Yeah. It's just you know people are going very far and very wide. Yeah, and I think the transition from high school to college is something that you really only get once in your life. Yeah, because it's leaving your parents' house to go to a new school, maybe halfway across the country. Yeah,
1: but for you, it, it, it'll be a little easier probably transition because this year you're just going to be you know, you know, half hour away by car, like hour away by bus, probably
2: even less, less than lighter. that,
1: maybe less. Yeah, so so if, if you're like. I got to get uh, out of here tonight. I can't be around these people and I need a break or whatever. You can just go home.
2: <laughs> yeah. Not everyone can do that. Though.
1: No, I know. But it is, it is sort of nice actually freshman year. I think, I think I hit a point. I think the first semester was like maybe first half of the first semester was very exciting. There's a lot going on. Yep. And then about the second half of the first semester, I remember just being like, I want to go home this weekend. I just need to like chill out and <laughs> take a little break yep so that's that makes it easy and i was only an hour away so that was it was it was similar in, in that respect mm-hmm. but just far enough just just far enough
2: <laughs> luckily uh, i mean actually it'll be funny because i'm not too far away from mom's work so i mean if she ever for some reason you could need- pop
1: down for lunch
2: oh that'd be weird i draw the line there (laughs) what's wrong with that i got i got a food court that i'm paying for a food pass i'm gonna i'm gonna use that food pass because i paid for it yeah so we're gonna use that
1: you you might be a little tired of that food though at some point you might be like oh i'm gonna go i'm gonna let mom take me out
2: Uh, you know what you're probably right yeah but hopefully there's a lot of variety there
1: yeah well, it's an exciting time.
2: Indeed it is.
1: I had, had one other thought. Back in our back in our uh, conversation from when you were 13, when we were talking about health, one of the things that you talked about was coffee. You said you're never going to drink coffee. And you still don't drink coffee.
2: To this day, I don't drink coffee. Are,
1: are you one of the only people of your friend group that doesn't drink coffee?
2: Um. Yeah, there are still some people who don't, but I feel like most do now. Really. But I'm still still not still <laughs> not in it. Coffee's just I don't I don't like the taste. Yep. That's all right. Maybe someday I will, but that someday is You know what?
1: You might be better off.
2: Maybe. I got enough energy as is. Yes. That's good. But all I have to say is that someday of me drinking coffee is not today.
1: Maybe maybe when you get to grad school.
2: Maybe yeah, maybe then. And for four years
1: well it's exciting i'm I'm excited for everything that you're about to to you know, go through finally
2: can leave the house
1: yeah fine, I mean
2: finally <laughs> finally get out of here
1: but it, it was a tough it was a tough year to to be like just here all the time you you managed to have some like social you know relationships talk to talk to some people you still talk to a friend in New York mm-hmm. but with Shout new, out to
2: that friend in New York.
1: Yes, can can we say her name?
2: She knows who she is. Yeah,
1: you know who you are. Um, and but but there were also like some some times where you were like meeting new people, trying to make some new new relationship happen. But it's sort of isn't that kind of difficult to do through, you know, just doing FaceTime and stuff.
2: Again, I think because it's my senior year of high school, I already knew everyone, right. so I didn't really have to do that. Right. But I'm just happy that I don't have to go through that in college. Cuz I know there's a big fear in college that It would have been,
1: been, don't you think it would have been way harder if, to to be a freshman going through this?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cuz I think some people fear, "Oh, how am I going to make friends?" you know, "How am I going to make friends in college?" A lot of people fear that. Some don't, some do. But I think having this like idea having Zoom and doing it over video chat makes it a lot harder to really connect with your classmates. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's just kind of the, the the ability to just hang out and what sort of happens in that space while you're just hanging out and things that you're both sort of, you know, in the space with like yeah. become all part of your conversation and stuff too. Well, will you uh, will, will you check back in here at some point? and uh, tell us tell us how how the college experience is going for you i'll try to <laughs> okay Oh, we should talk about one other thing oh. uh, before we go okay you're you're getting some attention for your voice oh yes and that's uh, right is do you do you think that's something that you'd like to to do something with
2: why not i mean if i would get paid for it absolutely
1: <laughs> do don't, no don't you kind of like to be you know on, on mic and and you know just ad-libbing things though
2: oh yeah totally yeah i'm i'm fine with it i've always been okay with kind of having the spotlight on me
1: and you've done some acting did some stand-up comedy
2: Uh, uh, a long time ago but yeah do
1: you think you'd ever do anything like that again like a stage
2: on a stage i'm not sure you know yeah i think i kind of i kind of had to take a break because the people and the experience of doing stuff on stage sometimes which just kind of wasn't the fit for me right
1: but in, but in college, it's a little more student-led. It might be, like, some, some cool stuff.
2: That might sound interesting. Yeah. Again, I think college is an opportunity to kind of just look into what you're interested in. Yeah. And there are a lot of clubs, a lot yeah. of things to do. Yeah. So I think just hopping in and trying some things. Even
1: down on down the West Bank, there's a bunch of places you can go.
2: Yeah. Even if you're there for, like, only a couple of weeks and you don't like it, at least you try. Yeah. You got the chance to do so.
1: That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Well, thank you. All right. Thank you, Highway to Health fans. Peace out.
1: Phoenix Ferrari, folks. Excited for the adventures he's about to embark on, and I'm proud of the thoughtful young man he's becoming. If you're a parent listening in, I'd love to hear what you thought of what we covered here, and if you're a team tuning into this one, please reach out and, and share your insights from this past year and, and how the transition back to the new normal is going for you. You can reach out to me through the contact page at Highway highway2.health. That's highwayto.health. And I'll be sure to share any responses that you'd like me to share uh, in an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening and for all that you do. Be good to yourself, be kind to each other, and take care of your planet. Be well, my friends.
0: If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Hopeful Hints, hosted by Dr. Tara, guides and supports those on the often challenging and isolating journey of women's health concerns and infertility. There's a particularly powerful episode that you should check out called All Things Endometriosis, which dives deep into understanding the condition to help the many women who suffer from endometriosis and have no idea they have it, and healthcare providers who are uneducated about it, making the diagnosis process so difficult. Check out Hopeful Hints on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.